0: Hello and welcome to the Vancast. I'm your host, Ray Meals, and today we are with Bill. Bill, how you doing, my man?
1: I'm good, Graham. How you doing? Thanks for having me on.
0: Dude, thanks for being on. You know, it's always a pleasure. You know, I'm a little hungover, I'm not gonna lie. I had some fun (laughs) last night, but Nothing will ever take me away from getting the story out and chatting to my viewers. So I like it. What is the topic that you are going to be discussing today?
1: Well, Graham, I was thinking that on this uh, gloomy Saturday morning here in uh, Vancouver, we could discuss (laughs) uh, some conspiracy theories, uh, mainly about Jeffrey Epstein. Do you know much about Jeffrey Epstein, Graham?
0: Well, from what I know is that he was a very uh, wealthy, powerful man. And a lot of people said that he liked younger women. Um, He was seen being with like Donald Trump, like Kevin Spacey, the Clintons and stuff. Um, And there's a lot of rumors that he he's kind of a little bit of a creep with younger girls. And they say that he had power over people because he would get them in these situations and kind of get like evidence that they've been doing creepy stuff to kind of hold it over them um but i've just i just i've just heard stuff from like joe rogan podcast i'm not fully as adverse as you are so i'm happy that you're on to really give us the full spiel because when it comes to conspiracies this is one that most people agree was fucking weird when he died
1: absolutely and i'm glad you just used that word because i wasn't sure whether we were going to be allowed to swear on your podcast or not um, it's it's just, As
0: long as it's been good intention, man, go ahead.
1: Sounds good. Well, listen, let's just get this out of the way and say that um, Jeffrey Epstein was a certified sack of shit. Um, you <laughs> use the, you, you the word rumors. There was no rumors in terms of the crimes that he committed and the impact that he had on people. Um, Jeffrey Epstein was a convicted sex offender twice convicted sex offender. And we'll break that down later on. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot to break down. Um, Jeffrey Epstein was a New York born and bred man, um, born in Brooklyn. Uh, I think he was, I think he died like mid 60s. So he was born probably like mid 50s. Um, went to Cooper Union. Don't, I've never heard of Cooper Union until I, I started doing some research on, on Epstein. Um, and didn't graduate from college. He left after two years, Weird. which is surprising considering the, the success and the wealth that he that. Accumul- accumulated, accumulated, excuse me, over the years. Um, but yeah, so Epstein was, is, as you said, um, he used, he was a financier. He worked in hedge funds. He managed people's money. He helped them make more money. And with his, if you want to call them skills, he was able to, to gain just crazy amounts of money. Just so much wealth. That he was able to buy islands, planes. He had a ridiculous... Uh, I think it was a townhouse in, in Manhattan. Like in the center of Manhattan. In Paris. I mean, this guy was everywhere.
0: Insane. And for someone that didn't even graduate college, that's impressive, to be honest.
1: No, and it's crazy because this guy, he was not only was the a sex offender, but he was a fraud. I mean, of course, he was a fraud because this guy, uh, he to get his first couple jobs, he basically had to lie and tell them like, hey, I graduated. I have a degree. I think he at one point said that he had taken his master's at NYU at New York University. And that was the only way he was able to get the jobs now due to his undeniable charisma. He was able to take the opportunities that he was given at a low, low scale and blow them up um, to gain the power that he ultimately had for most of his life. Um, But the guy was a fraud. I mean, there was there was no doubt that he was a fraud as well as a sex offender.
0: But he must have had some like skills because even like hedge funds and stuff, that's a lot of numbers and investing people's yeah, money. Yeah, that's true. So Absolutely. He, he, he must be a smart guy. But a lot of the time when you do have a smart guy like that, they are they seem to have like like especially when they're that successful, there's like almost like a psycho part to them, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. That- I mean, he was unbelievably manipulative. I mean, there, there's no doubt. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. He was, he was definitely a smart guy. I mean, you don't become, you don't gain the wealth that he had without being smart and without being savvy and good with money. Um, but he, he most definitely used his manipulative skills to to get what he wanted and to put people into the places he wanted to move the pawns around. Um, yeah, that's, he was, he was definitely smart. I mean, that's, that's undeniable, too. He had charisma. He was smart, and he used the opportunities given to him to take advantage of people
0: and gain advantages. And um, so how did he first get convicted of uh, being... So a-
1: this guy was a Kree from the get-go. Um, so just a little background. Jeffrey Epstein was married to someone called Jisland Maxwell. I don't know. I I don't know much about her. I believe she was uh, New York born and bred as well. Second generation French. I I believe her dad was from France, Um, but they married and she was originally convicted back in 2006, 2007 of solicitation of prostitution charges. Now, the reason why they were so grave was because he was soliciting minors so he was soliciting prostitutes but he was soliciting minors i don't think back then that they had connected the dots that he was using these minors and trafficking them as well so oh he picked God. up charges he picked up charges that definitely would have brought him to jail but they would have even they would have been even greater due to the the nature that he was soliciting minors but let's let's get into it let's let's drop the first name that that will play into the conspiracy um alex acosta alex acosta was um a lead prosecutor in the district of new york i think south uh sorry uh yeah south new york state southern new york state and Alex Acosta was the head of a team that ultimately would cut a deal with the government of the United States of America that would get Jeffrey Epstein acquitted, well, essentially acquitted of the charges. Do you know and anything about do you know anything about that 08 conviction?
0: I I don't, but I assume he had something over these people for them to go out of their way to help him like that?
1: Well, so I think, Graham, that we see it now with the Black Lives movement, with the reaction to COVID-19, to the reaction to the social distancing and all that. We live in a crazy, crazy world, in a messed up world where one of the biggest proponents and one of the biggest factors and motivations in life is money. And that was the case back in 08 as well, in 07 and 08 when Epstein went to trial. It has always been about money. And Epstein, up until that point, used his wealth, used his money, used his equity to support people that he knew were powerful. And he knew that if they owed him favors, it would work out for him in the long run. So I think 2008... Was the result of long-lasting relationships, long-lasting friendships, was the result of connections, and at the end of the day, just absorbent amount of cash.
0: And he also could have been soliciting those younger women to those people, which puts those people in a position where they pretty much have to do what he says.
1: Exactly, and that, and so and it's it's tough. The the proving of that gets the higher the scale you go um, but this guy one of his original lawyers I, I think it was Gershowitz or something like that I uh, see 100% has been accused of having sex with minors getting humans trafficked to him by Epstein so was that happening at the higher higher court level I don't know Was that a direct affiliation in 08 at least I'm not sure um,
0: But it's a possibility. uh,
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because this guy was, as I said at the beginning of your podcast, a sick sack of shit. And he wasn't he's not the only one that is that way. He was able to use his platform and to use his money to just do it at a way bigger scale. But there are there are so many sick fucks in this world. It sucks to say it, but there are so many of them.
0: Well, especially it's, I think it's like kind of like a power thing, right? It's like, I have all the money I have. I can buy anything. You know, what is something I can do that I haven't achieved that no one else can do and something that I can get away with because I'm so powerful and wealthy? You know what? Absolutely. I, like, I like younger girls. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start basically being a pedophile. Uh, Absolutely. And, it's, and, and it's, it's, the- so, it's so criminal, man. It's so disgusting it's oh it's insane and if if obviously if like you put let's say uh a like very poor minority there he would have been in jail for like 5 years no questions oh, asked easy. right but when oh, you absolutely. have someone like that they 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 just get out and it it really shows that money controls everything
1: it does 100% and money and relations and connections that's what it's about, I mean, at the end of the day we, we we saw it with Epstein. we've seen it with other people, but with Jeffrey epstein it's it's egregious, blatant, and as you said, sickening that he was able to to use his advantages and
0: his privilege to, to get out of the, the kind of crimes that he committed well, you would probably know more than me, but what wasn't he connected with like Bill Clinton and which was like yeah. the president. Yeah. like, Absolutely. He,
1: yeah, he had connections across the board with, with actors, with Wall Street managers and money makers and with Bill Clinton and with Donald Trump, with, with a lot of people, you know? And we, as allegations came out, we definitely saw people just distance themselves because they didn't want to be affiliated with him. But at the end of the day, it's undeniable that he had connections with them. I mean, Bill Clinton still to this day denies that he was ever on uh, St. James Island. I believe, here, hold on one sec. Let me, I believe it's called, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's Island is called
0: St. James Island. Hold on one sec. Well, when you have your own island that you can get away to, there's no yeah. police. It's, there's no, it's like basically the perfect place to do anything criminal.
1: Yeah, Little St. James Island uh, is part of the US, uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and this guy would just take people on his private jet, and he would just go there, and it was literally only him on the island. I mean, he had tens of different kinds of estates just lying around, just bungalows and pr- premium-looking shacks, and he would bring them, and they would hang out, and they would drink and have a good time. and. I personally don't think Bill Clinton ever had any sort of affiliation with the whole having sex with minors and with the whole trafficking thing. I think he had a relationship with Epstein because Epstein probably, you know, donated money and was was a fixture in his economic success. But it's undeniable that he was there because flight records show that Bill Clinton to little St James Island close to twenty six times
0: yeah, and Bill mm-hmm. Clinton, like he may not be a pedophile, but he definitely did like his young women there was
1: there was some there was some shady business i mean the, the facts are the facts you can 't go back on history, but I think there's a difference between liking younger women and liking little girls at the end of the yes, day.
0: There's and a big difference. Or
1: for for this topic we'll say that little girls is anything, you know, eighteen and younger. Because yeah. as a as a fifty year old, there's no you know, if you wanna do your thing, you know, if you wanna marry a twenty five year old, like land of the free, home of the brave, like do you. But uh at the end of the day, uh there's a right and there's a wrong in this society and and Epstein and his many other of his associates crossed that line many times
0: well i think it's um uh cuz the brain isn't fully developed yet and they're not in a place to make their own decisions like fully for themselves i think that's the big thing like once they're 18 they're an adult and they can make their own decisions like if i if i'm a 25 year old girl you know sure you know i can i can hook up with a 50 year old but if you're like 12 or 13 you're just not ready to be making that sort of decision and you can easily well, be you know, manipulated as well.
1: Do you know much about the crazy sex Ponzi scheme that Jeffrey Epstein was running?
0: No, but I would love you to tell me.
1: Oh gosh. Graham, this is buckle up because this is one of the
0: craziest <laughs> things I got my I've simple, ever heard. Hold on. Let's go.
1: Um so you're right, Jeffrey Epstein was taking was able to take advantage of, of young girls because part of it was he had the money to to lure them in. But Jeffrey Epstein a lot of the time was going for the girls who had family issues, who grew up in extremely low socioeconomic backgrounds, who battled addiction, who battled, you know, abuse. Those were the kind that that was the kind of demographic he was going for. And so Jeffrey Epstein, part of the sickness and part of the crime that he committed sickening crime that he committed was he uh uh, recruited a first layer of girls that he said like hey if you come over to my house and you know you give me a massage i will pay you 200 bucks 30 minute massage 200 bucks these girls would come over they would get greeted by just len maxwell his wife who would walk them through jeffrey epstein's Glorious mansion where he where he's showing and flexing off all these pictures He's got with high-ranking politicians and actors and all that They would go in they would give him a massage that would turn into some sort of sick Happy ending or even have sex and he would pay them 200 bucks and he would tell them. Hey next time if you bring a girl I will not have sex with you. I will give you two hundred bucks if that girl ends up giving me a quote unquote massage. And so these girls, some of them would try to leave. Others would say, you know what, two hundred bucks, that's really cool. I like need to put food on the table. I need to pay my bills. So they'd go out and they'd tell these girls like, Hey, I know someone who is just basically handing out free money. You just have to give them a massage. It's not a big deal. Come over. I'll be there with you. We'll do it together. We'll each get two hundred bucks. So that girl would now come over. They would both be in the room. The first girl, the original girl, would leave. And then it's just the new girl, Jeffrey Epstein. And so the girl who left the room would get 200 bucks, And the girl, if she gave him a massage, would get 200 bucks. And then that girl would get the same deal, so on and so forth. When, the, when prosecutors and when police departments in Florida first started unraveling this thing, they were shocked. Shot doesn't do the, doesn't do it justice, Graham. They were they,
0: the amount of girls.
1: Yeah, the amount of girls, the the just the web of affiliations that this guy had with underage girls, with girls in general, blew the officers' minds.
0: Well, he also did it very smart, as in he got them to talk to each other. So there's no record of him like messaging all these different girls. It's like word of mouth spreading. And what oh, really sure. creeps me out is his wife lets them in. Like his, his wife, wife not only just let like, them in, she would partake sometimes. Like survivors have come
1: up and classic said, classic like, psycho like, relationship. Oh, absolutely, it's sickening. And I, she, I think she has a a huge part in Jeffrey Epstein's life and in his narrative overall, because I not only believe that she was a critical me- a critical factor in his. In his lifestyle, but I think she was a critical factor in getting him out of jail. How? How's that? The fir- the the way she contributed to his lifestyle, or the way she,
0: she, she the way, got him the way out of jail? got him out of jail. Should we get into
1: that? You wanna you wanna dive? Let, into let's that?
0: first. Let's keep going. So the detectives were like shocked, right, when they saw yeah, this. Yeah, and
1: so they they basically realized. I mean, we're we're not talking about like. 10 or 15 girl gram. Like we're talking about uh, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of girls. Actually, I, I shouldn't be calling them girls. Yeah. They were little girls at the time, but they're survivors um, that Epstein abused throughout his life. And so anyway, so Florida, he, this was happening in Florida at the time. Um, they tried bringing up charges. They tried Um, getting this guy in jail back in 08. And basically the Florida district attorney just didn't follow through with charges. And the guy ended up getting 15 months in a detention center that was essentially, it was a joke. I think there was something that reported that he was allowed outside Six out of seven days of the week for twelve hours a day.
0: Well, it's 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 classic like famous people jail. You know, this is this is
1: like a, a different kind of level, Graham. Like this is the kind of stuff you see in movies, and you're like, that's so unrealistic. Like this would never happen. Like this guy was. There are investigators, or sorry, private detectives that have photos of Jeffrey Epstein out in public when in, when he is supposed to be quote unquote in jail.
0: Like well, what, the- what what what, what I see that is he was on. What what I see is like when you look at the prison dynamic, right? Um, if you have money, it's the people that work there, even the guy that's running the prison, they're not getting paid ridiculous paychecks. So if you throw no. some money in front of a bunch of people, you can get like anything. It even happens with criminals like drug pushers in prisons. They they float some money to some guards. Next thing you know, they can walk around do what they want and it's it's insane. And especially someone like that, he he probably floated money to the right people because he knows a oh, lot of good 100%. people and it gives him the advantage to basically be like in prison like Pablo Escobar where you're not actually in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's so, a good reference right there. Yeah, so it's, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And do you think it was a lack of evidence? Like, were the girls not really talking? Or do you think it was just pure corruption?
1: I think it was just pure corruption. And so, no, So it's so funny you say that. Well, sorry, it's not funny. It's honestly disheartening. But so in the 08 case, the reason why it was so controversial was because these girls didn't even get a chance to come up and say what they had to say. They didn't even have a chance to come up and tell their stories. The judge cut a deal with prosecution
0: before they even did that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So prosecution was just a joke.
1: It was a joke. in '8 08, in '8, 08, it was a, a literal, literal joke it, 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 You can't even call it prosecution. there He came to he was held he was held for for a little bit. I think he came out on bond, and then he just
0: went out without even really going to trial and if if you're Epstein, you're thinking, "Well, I've won. you know oh, absolutely. Nothing can happen to me now. I'm untouchable. Exactly. I'm untouchable. I'm invincible. Um, Yeah. And his ego just gets inflated. And he probably... And this was probably how he started like really conjuring up his massive sex trafficking. Would you call it a business, I guess? Yeah,
1: 100%. Because at the end of the day, I think there came a time in his life where he stopped acting like a fraud in the business world. And he became some sort of juvenile deviant sex pimp who made his, made his living by trafficking these girls, by flying to different places, by satisfying different people's needs. And I mean, can you imagine the guy getting like not you can't even say getting out to jail he didn't go to jail but in oa after the 15 months where he's supposed to be in jail the guy's like i can do whatever i want like he must have his quote-unquote business must have just skyrocketed
0: well yeah because now his clients know that he's he's a person that you can go to because once you've been prosecuted for something once it's really really hard to go at them for the say like similar because it's like, well, look, you already tried and it didn't work. So
1: exactly. we're going to try Except again. It. Exactly. And you know what? In this case, um, they, they basically did. Like, they Investigators, private detectives, lawyers who dedicated basically their livelihood to this cause were able to get a judge to finally admit that the ruling down in Florida was unconstitutional. I mean literally unconstitutional. Everyone has a right to 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 go up in a court of law and and speak. If you're affiliated to a crime, you have a chance to defend yourself or you have the chance to to speak on the matter and these survivors, these ladies were not given that opportunity. And so as much as our society can be disheartening and can be vile and gross, you know, the Me Too movement back in 2012 did propel this to, to a higher stage and to, at the end of the day, if you want to call it justice, you can. But he, Epstein finally had his day in court. Somewhat.
0: Somewhat. What was that like? Was it any more serious? Or was it more of a joke? Well...
1: You, it was pretty much, it was a pretty big joke because he he never got convicted. Like at, this is the crazy thing, Graham, is that he at the end of the day he was never convicted of the crimes because he quote unquote got murdered before he was able to do that. The only thing that happened this time that was different was the judge didn't let him out on bond after Epstein literally said, "You can have all my money, like you can have all my wealth." all 575 million dollars you can have it all if you let me out and the judge was like i'm not interested like you're gonna you're gonna stay in jail until we until you go to trial and you know survivors got to go up on on the bench and and look him in the eye and say how he had ruined their lives and how he you know the stick twisted monster he was um and then he went uh he didn't, even, he didn't even get convicted. He ended up going to the Metropolitan Correctional Center in, uh, in New York. Do you know much about that correctional center, Graham? Do you know some of the guys that have, that have been there?
0: No, I, I don't know, but this is bringing, uh, us, bringing us into the, the we, uh, heart the heart of it. the conspiracy.
1: This is it. We've, we've bridged over. Um, so a m- couple quick facts about the Metropolitan Correctional Center. It's in New York City. It's on the south. It's down on the southwest tip of Manhattan Island. And it's been how ha- it's a maximum security jail. It's not quite as high as ADX Florence in Colorado, but it's, it's right up there. It's housed some terrorist affiliated with Al Qaeda. It held El Chapo, who so is now some a serious
0: Florence. motherfuckers.
1: Oh, yeah, no, This is not a joke like this is. This is real. This is not only, you know, fraudulent on the economic level and on the societal level, but it's also um, home of terrorists.
0: And when you know prisons, you know, they they don't treat pedophiles very well.
1: They do not. No. And that's why. But this is the kind of place, man, where they're not like El Chapo wasn't walking out and like saying hi to Epstein. Like they were held in isolation. These guys weren't walking the corridors saying what's up to each other. Um, And I'd have to, you'd have to fact check me on this one, but I'm going to go on a limb here and say that there has been one death, one suicidal death related to the Metropolitan Correctional Center in the last 20 years. You want to know what that one death
0: was? What? Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, that is, it's, it's ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. Anyone, anyone that sees it is just like, there was a guy on Joe Rogan, like that was breaking down the way, the way, like the, the bruising on his neck and all this stuff. And it just doesn't add up. And so, so you, so now, now that you're bringing us in here, this does set it up to be, make more sense that maybe he is somewhere else because He had no other choice. And if he still had the power and connections, this would be his last move would be to disappear and fake his death. Yeah.
1: And so so there are a couple levels to this thing. Um, In terms of the conspiracy, I'm going to repeat there's he committed every single one of his crimes like he is a, a sex trafficker, a sex offender of the highest degree who deserved to rot in jail for the rest of his life and more. And who yes. deserved to go to, to hell. Let's all say that. But
0: deserve there are a couple levels to be to be some prison guy's little bitch.
1: Yes. Basically. Yes. Well said. Um, but there are there are different schools of thoughts when it comes to this quote unquote death. Some people will argue that Jeffrey Epstein did not commit suicide. Jeffrey Epstein was murdered by another convict who was paid off by a high-ranking official, by a high-ranking politician, actor, you name it, whether it be American or foreigner, who had hung out with Epstein throughout his life, who was afraid that Epstein had dirt on him, had blackmail on him, and was afraid that he would get dragged de- dragged down with Epstein now that Epstein knew he was gonna be
0: in jail forever. Yes. I think that is the most popular um conspiracy with this. It and, seems to be. And listen that
1: that it sounds pretty legit. That like I, I if that ended up being what actually happened, like if we find out in fifty years, like hey guys, that's legitimately what happened, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. But I still my thing is Graham, I don't understand how out of all the guys in the jail, out of the history of the jail, Epstein's the one guy who's going to slip through
0: the cracks and die, get killed. Well, Your also, tell- also they weren't, just, they were, they, they didn't really examine the body much either, you know? Well,
1: you know, I, and that's the thing, the guy who examined the, so Epstein's brother, after they came out and said that Epstein had committed suicide, Epstein's brother, who I believe is called Mark Epstein, hired a um, popular coroner who, Dr. Baden, I believe, who examined and conducted an autopsy on Jeffrey Epstein's body and who showed and mentioned different breaks in Epstein's neck and just the way that Epstein's neck was found, that it didn't link up with suicide, and linked up with murder. Yes. So they think it's, it's murder, but there are other people that will say that the way the noose was tied, the way he would have, he would have had to jump forward, there wasn't enough, there was not going to be enough force for him to break his neck that way. So that's an option. Or there's another, maybe a little bit more controversial conspiracy theory that, I think carries a lot of legitimacy to it. And that is that Jeffrey Epstein was not killed. He did not commit, he did not commit suicide. Jeffrey Epstein was smuggled out of jail and is now roaming somewhere. I would be pretty surprised if it was some sort of like remote Island. Theories have floated out that it might be Israel
0: Well, if you were if you were Epstein and let's let's say that um, let's say I'm Epstein, okay, and I get I get uh, I I get smuggled out, which with his power and connections, um, you know, let's say he says, hey, motherfucker, I'm going to tell everyone that you had sex with children with me since I'm going down. You're either going to you're either going to go down with me or you're going to smuggle me out of this prison. He gets out of the prison. He gets facial reconstruction, so that people typically—that's what people do—is they like change their face, like get some surgery or something, so they look different. Move to a different part of the world, and live off his five hundred million dollars. You know. Yeah, the the one the one thing the hardest thing is the body, right? Like that's true. They, they must have switched the body.
1: Well, I'm, you know, I, I wouldn't be able. I'm not as well versed on that in terms of, you know, probabilities of that happening and whether that's possible and to the extent you can do that to a 66 year old man. But I would like to bring up a couple things related to that. The yeah. first one being, um, I I think he's got a pretty deep affiliation with Donald Trump. Oh, I should yeah. say that that's known from the get-go. The the disgraced American, if you want to call him president, you can. I'm an American citizen, and I don't consider him to be my president. But um, I think that his relationship with Epstein is very deep. I think that it's not a a coincidence that Epstein, all of this happens on, on Donald Trump's watch. I think that the attorney general that Donald Trump has appointed may or may not have played a role in it um secondly i think that the reason why this conspiracy theory might not get as much traction and might not get as much um isn't as popular is because people just as you said don't want to believe that it's possible to get as you said like facial reconstruction surgery and don't want to believe that our society it's flawed to the point that that would happen. But we saw it. We're seeing it with police brutality. We're seeing it with the reaction to COVID-19. We've seen it now for hundreds of years in our societies. Our world is super fucked. Like there are messed up people out there. Nothing surprises me anymore. Like to to, it's, it's brutally, so to, to brutally kill someone to be able to just, live an emotional emotionalist life to have to be money hungry to just focus on greed and all that stuff like nothing surprises me anymore so i wouldn't be surprised if donald trump if people around him if epstein's team work together to get the guy out to say you know what fuck it let's just break all the rules let's break all the laws let's get you out of here lay low don't be stupid again but you know what? If I need a 14-year-old girl, if I, if one of my people needs a 14-year-old girl, I know where to find it. It's it's sickening. I I don't say this with a smile on my face. I don't say this because I want to. I say it because I I legitimately believe it's happening. Child sex trafficking is a thing that we still need to battle and still need to to realize as a thing.
0: Well, it's it's been it's huge all around the world. You know, um, selling children and for for whatever reason uh very powerful people um very wealthy powerful people seem to be interested in it. Uh you see it all over the place. There's so many people that get called out because they're creeps like judges, you know, high ranking positions and I th- and I think it has to do some correlation with the whole power thing because it's it's like the ultimate power doing yeah, this. Yeah, I mean
1: I think I think they just also have a screw loose like yeah Yeah, I think yeah I I think it's it's a screw loose but I
0: think it's because it's obviously you don't care about other people's like you gotta like if for me and you it's like if you see like a little girl crying like we're gonna like start crying you know for them they get like happier and like the power you know what I mean it's like it's like. It is a screw loose, but it's almost like no emotion kind of thing, or they have or they may have emotion, but for some reason they can, like, look away in certain situations.
1: Yeah, I I mean, that's that's the definition of, of sociopath, right? Well,
0: and you and you and you listen to Trump and like every third word out of his mouth is just bullshit. Like he's a he's a he's a fucking liar, you know? And oh, it's, yeah. it's, it, it's like I'm into the whole like I love watching like the serial killer, Charlie Manson, all those guys. And they all have that similar vibe where they just like lying and peep and like hurting people is just an ends to a means. It means nothing to them. It's like I Absolutely. want sex with girl that's young. Do it now. And that's it. Yeah. No think. no emotion, no care for what happens to them, their families, nothing.
1: No, and I mean, you just you think about the amount of people we have on this planet walking right now, and just it's it's the odds. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have a crazy amount of
0: extremely rich, wealthy, twisted sociopaths. And what bugs me is, like, yes, there's people that do that, but we're supposed to have a system that prevents it from happening. Um Absolutely. But sadly, but sadly, it seems with power and money you can avoid the system like even with the that african american male that got chased by those guys in the truck and where where it was like shot in the street the the judge said oh it's stand your ground law but that doesn't actually apply when you're the aggressor and you're <laughs> and you're chasing a guy with a gun and it also means you can't kill him you're only supposed to use as much force as necessary but they took a law twisted it and used it for their own good because they wanted to help their fellow cop basically get away with killing this black man. Yeah. And well, so 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 it's 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 almost the system that, that needs to be shifted because you're always gonna have these horrible people.
1: For sure. I mean it's it's funny because you said like we have these systems in places and we have laws and all that and it's supposed to help us prevent crime, but at the end of the day these these are all constructs these are all imaginative constructs right have you oh. do you know the book sapiens by Yuval harari have you have you given that a read
0: i've i've heard of it um
1: i man i i really recommend it to your listeners um it's it's a phenomenal book it's a brief history of humankind and the author does a phenomenal job of kind of laying out the idea and the principle that we all live in a in a social in an imaginative social construct and so yes we have these laws in place and they've been in place for hundreds of years that is uh, that is supposed to allow us to coexist with other people that allows us to live in a you know civilized society but at the end of the day you're always going to have a sour grape you're always going to have someone who marches by the beat of their own tune and Jeffrey Epstein was one of those guys among with many other people out there who just choose not to live life regularly who show that hey we just we live in a social construct and some people are going to do what what they're supposed to and others are just going to fuck off and say you know who are going to live their life with a big old middle finger to society like they don't give a fuck
0: yeah and it's 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 really sad to say it, but um, especially right now, those people are are coming out of the shadows like they don't care. Um, because, yeah. Like I I am not one to like hate too much, but especially with a leader like Donald Trump, he he is really showing, and that do whatever the fuck you want, because that's basically 100%. what he's doing. You know. 100%. And when you have a oh, leader yeah. like that, um, it encourages other people just to just be like i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want
1: he enables he enables all the racist bigotry people out there there's no doubt about that but it's really nice to see on on the opposite end of the spectrum that our society and the people in it are battling you know extremely hard against those kind of people like donald trump And that's why, hey, to all your American listeners, you know, come this November, you got to vote. Be the difference. You know, don't don't let guys like Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein dictate the way our society is run. You know, we we have a really special millennial uh, generation. Graham, you're part of it. I'm part of it. And, you know, to all you American listeners, go vote. Get these guys, get these guys out of power.
0: 100 percent, 100 percent. You need to go vote. Like this next election is so big for the United States.
1: Absolutely, it could set them back. We're talking decades. Like I this know. could really just fuck him up for a long time. But we have a chance here to to mitigate the problem. And listen, whether you're a Joe Biden guy or not, you're either vote for Biden or Trump. And if you if you vote for Trump, it's hard to respect you, man. I just got to say it. I'm I'm not one to hate. I can't hate. It would be, you know. Uh, hypocritical of me to to hate on everyone that that's quote unquote right wing, but it's hard to respect those people that that vote for a guy like
0: Trump. Well, you just have to look at everything that's happening.
1: Yeah, you just have to you have to try to you know you can't be a hypocrite. Like yeah. you can't vote for a guy like Trump and then tell your kids to not swear at the dinner table to eat, you know, politely and all that kind of stuff. Like, don't be a hypocrite
0: yeah and and it's it's a rough time right now in the world um luckily i live in vancouver canada one of the safest places in the world especially right now
1: sure.
0: um yeah. so it's hard for me to even grasp um the validity of what's going on because like in the states they they're getting fucked by coronavirus. They're getting fucked with police brutality. It's protests are going on. Cops are literally boycotting their job, basically saying I am only going to uh, respond to other police officers in stress. We're not going to help anyone else. And it's like you have a duty like this is not like you get a choice. This is taxpayers paid you to do a goddamn job. And now you're acting like a child because you know what? You should be overanalyzed. You should be scared to assault a citizen. You should be shaking in your boots to assault a citizen. You should not be having fun abusing your power. And yeah, it's not all of them, right? It's not. I get that. But you, 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 you're, you're as wor- you're, you judge the whole group by their worst player. It's like anything. You want to judge the protesters by the rioters? that's fine, but it also means you have to judge the police officers by the people beating people, and as long as there's, yeah, there may be a smaller amount of cases, you know? It may be with a lot of poor people, yeah, but you need to realize that this should never be happening. Like, this should never, and not only never be happening, but when it does happen, they get a slap on the wrist.
1: Yeah, and I mean listen, now we're we're getting into another another subject that I, I love talking about because it's just so obvious and it's so blatant. I mean, and that's the systemic racism that exists in the United States. And listen, I know that it exists in, in a lot of different places. It exists here in Canada. I'm just not Canadian, so I can't speak to it as well. I can speak more to the United States it's, side it's but more to I yeah, mean
0: more with indigenous people we have a little bit of racism. Saddle. Yeah.
1: And yeah. And and that's the thing. It's part of our world. And I think that a lot of the times, it's how you manage. Cause I mean, listen, pol- there were, there were police brutality incidents back in the Obama administration. Like, let's not just say that, Oh, this is happening because of Donald Trump. It's not, it happened. No, no. But the difference between it happening in the Obama administration and happening in the Trump administration is Obama listened. Obama took in, took the incidents that occurred and, 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 cha- and tried to enact change. And what we're seeing with Trump is instead of, you know, watching him listen and understand the problems, he just he wants to be right. He wants to have the last word. He doesn't want to be proven wrong. And if we want to see any sort of change really occur in the United States when it comes to police brutality, we need to look at the training systems. We need to look at the functions put in place.
0: The liability, the liability. Yeah, I mean,
1: listen, these guys are getting more training shooting a gun than they are in conflict resolution. So that makes sense that if something happens, your first reaction is going to be to pull out your gun. I mean, listen, I think being a cop is one of the hardest jobs we have out there. These people sacrifice their lives daily. And I think that there are a lot more good cops than there are bad cops.
0: But 100%.
1: At the end of the day there needs to be a uh, a readjustment on training. There needs to be an emphasis put on conflict resolution. There needs to put an emphasis put on well, relationships. It's also it's also,
0: it's like a boys club, right? Majority of the police stations and they have this it's called the blue shield where they protect each other and you know like oh yeah, you know Jimmy, he's kind of he likes to beat up black people, but you know he's good. He's good at playing He's good at, he's a good poker buddy. So, uh, whatever. Like, they need to have more of the mentality of that guy is giving all of us a bad name. Like, we either get him the fuck out of here or we do something about it. Like, that should be the mentality. Like, they're representing all of us and see what they're doing. He's making all of us have a bad name. But it doesn't seem to be like that. It seems to be more like, oh, I'm going to protect my buddy.
1: You know, I don't know. And I think that I, you know, I try not to speak without having numbers in front of me. Um, I think that there are police departments that are run extremely well. I think that you're right. There definitely is a boys club and there is that notion of a blue shield. Um, But at the end of the day, I think that there are police departments that still are ethically well run that are, you know, just efficiently well run and you know they're able to control crime and they have a very good relationship with the community and they don't abuse their own citizens
0: that's that's very true that's very true majority of the places are very well done it's just there's there's some like a very small amount and when i say like the boys club i don't mean like the entire place i mean like you and your partner and a couple buddies because the bad eggs normally kind of end up mingling with each other Yeah, no. And when you and when you have when you have like two police officers, let's say they're both pretty corrupt and they like beating up African-Americans. At the end of the day, it's their word against his. Right. And when you have two or three cops saying this is how it happened versus a guy that may have had uh, not a really good reputation to his word because maybe he was a past criminal. It's it's hard. That's why I think like liability, like body cams you know, stuff like that, that, that it's, it, it makes the police officer a little more liable. It's like, Oh, well, why was your body cam turned off? You know, or like, Oh, why, are you, why, why did we see you beat him 50 times with a baton? Yeah. And, you're and obviously right, you're that's right that's about right. the train. You're, you're right about the training, but it's hard. Like they they come up to a vehicle. They don't know if this guy's got a freaking semi-automatic machine gun sitting on his lap. You know, it's different absolutely. in Canada because we don't have we don't have guns but it it's scary and i i don't want to make it seem that like cops are the enemy and i think that's a big issue right now it's not it's not like you're not supposed to be fighting fire with fire it's not they're the enemy it's it's just the structure that needs to be readjusted to make things like this not happen
1: yeah absolutely you you hit the nail on the head
0: but anyway um I digress. We're going to, we're going to relax a little bit here. We've had a very long, very good chat and I think this is a good time to end it.
1: Yeah, it's been super fun talking with you, man. Thanks for having me on. Um, I think this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing is pretty crazy. Um, if you guys haven't watched uh, the not the Netflix documentary called Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich, give it a watch. I thought it was really well done. I think it, it, gives you all the facts you kind of need to know and most importantly it doesn't glorify nor romanticize what he does it really just presents you the facts and for me personally i think it's a good reminder of the the kind of sick twisted society we live in that has a lot of good things going for it but that also has a lot of bad things and you need to be aware of those bad things to make it better um so yeah thanks for having me
0: man and it's our generation that if we don't fix it our kids have to fix it so we we gotta we gotta get off Instagram. Stop focusing on doing your own thing and start giving a shit about the rest of us. Because Absolutely, we, we need we need to do something about this. This is getting out of control. So thank, thanks for coming, Bill. I fucking love chatting with you. It's been great. We'll link up soon. Play some sports. Peace out, yep. everyone. Yep. Have a good day.